I'm not going to be long. You say, Pastor. Okay, maybe let me word it this way. I not I'm not, I I'm not trying to be long tonight, okay? That's not my this morning I only had one point. One point. Yeah, one point. But a few people said it was a good point, so that's good at least, but just one point. Psalm 103 tonight. And I know we look in our room and there's a lot of kids in here. And if all the kids pay attention real well over the next few minutes, that's what I'm going to do. So can all the kids in the room see me? In my office, I have a stash, the pastor's stash of candy. Yes. So what's going to happen is I'm going to be watching you while you're sitting in here tonight. And if I say your name, you need to be quiet, you lose your candy. If you're quiet, you can come to my office and get a piece of candy, all right? And you say, what age does this go up to? <laughs> there are some in here in their 80s that I need to do this for, but I'm not going to do that tonight. And uh, there's a couple a couple back over here, but I won't say who they are. And i uh, got to watch out for this, lady, this wonderful lady right here, too. No, I'm just teasing. You know, you've probably got some stories. Joyce, you probably have some stories about your sister, don't you? I would love to hear some after church. I would love it. We go get a cup of coffee and I can just hear about Barbara. That would be great. And so, if you all, if all the kids pay attention, I'm going to do my best. 15 minutes is what I'm trying for. And I need you to, Russ, put your down. You'll be, you're asleep in 10 minutes anyway, so you won't even know when 15 minutes is up. So, and no one set your iPhone to go off in 15 minutes because I'll keep going. Psalm 103, I want you to see this passage of Scripture tonight. The Bible says this. It's a psalm of David. The Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Verse number two, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who healeth all thine iniquities. I mean, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. You wonder what version of the Bible I had up here. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Father, I pray that you bless the next few minutes we have here tonight. I pray that you'd help us get something from your word and pay attention here for just a few minutes. I pray that you would help us tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As people saved by the grace of God, we have a problem that affects every one of us from time to time. We forget things that we should remember, and we remember things that we should forget. And we all know it's true. We can remember all the things that people have said about us or to us, but we have a tendency to forget the good things. David in this psalm right here says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. David had the same problem we have. There are times that circumstances arise up in our life. And when those things come into our lives, we have a tendency to get our eyes off of and forget all that God has done for us. And we see that right here. David talks about 
two things here that he calls on his soul to do. And I want to talk about those and give you a few things tonight, and we'll be on our way. The first thing that we see is David calls on his soul to praise the Lord. We see that right away. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. The word bless here means to kneel down with the idea of adoration and praise. David knows that God is worthy of praise and he can and all those different and he wants himself to be involved in that every christian should praise the lord for the things that he's done in their life there should be private praise there should be public praise let everything that hath breath praise the lord are you breathing tonight then you should be praising the lord for that breath that you have and if you're not breathing you got problems tonight David calls on his soul to praise the Lord and how we need as the people of God to praise him and to thank him and adore him. You know, this week we'll have Thanksgiving on Thursday, but a Christian's thankfulness should not just be one day a year. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Sometimes we look at the Bible and we wonder, what's God's will for my life? And what does God want me to do with my life? One of the things we know for sure is the fact that God wants us to be thankful. It's important for the people of God to be a thankful people. I hope that you're thankful, that you teach your children how to say thank you and to be thankful. The Bible talks about, as we get closer to the end, there'll be a generation where they're unthankful. Thankfulness is very important. We need to learn to be thankful. We need to learn to praise God for his blessings and what he's done in our lives. We see number one tonight, we see that David called upon his soul to praise the Lord. Number two, we see that David calls upon his soul to ponder the Lord. He challenges himself not to forget what God has done in his life. You look with me at verse number three through verse number five, you see the word thine. You sort of see the word thy. You see the word thy again in verse number four. You see thee in verse number four. You see thy again in verse number five, and thy again verse number five. And when you see these there, they all refer to the soul. They all refer, and what I want you to understand is this. When you look at this verse here, and it says, forget not, all his benefits. It's referring to forgetting is far more than just failing to remember something. The word carries the idea of turning from God and worshiping small gods. Forget not all his benefits. One of the things the children of Israel did over and over again, you read the book of Psalms, it talks about they forgot what God did. Why did God have the children of Israel set up memorials in the wilderness? When the camps were they have these memorials as they crossed the Jordan River, so that generation to generation could remember what the God of Israel did for his people. And what you see in Israel over and over again is they forgot what God had done for them. And they went away serving other gods because they got their eyes off the fact that it was the God of heaven who did everything that he did for them. And that's what David's saying here. Forget not all his benefits. The word benefits here has, a, has to do with dealings. 
It refers to how the Lord treats us. For a couple of minutes, I want to give you five things that you should ponder often when it comes to the Lord. We see David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Something else you see about praise, praise is not something for the half-hearted. You can't halfway praise him. David says here, and all that is within me, bless or kneel before, adore, praise that precious, wonderful name. Not something you can do half-heartedly. It's something you need to do with every fiber of your being. That's why the Bible says to love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. That's the first and great commandment. We see verse number two there, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits or all his dealings with us. See, what am I talking about tonight? Sometimes we forget how good God has been to us and continues to be to us. Is it not true that we allow ourselves to get caught up with the problems in life and the troubles of life? So much so that we forget all the things the Lord has done. Aren't we guilty of allowing our focus to be man-centered instead of God-centered? And this is what happens. Think about our world today. Our world is an ever-changing place. Wars rise up. Culture changes. The economy goes all over the place. People are having problems with health, their homes, and finances. Church has problems and things. But one thing I want to remind you this morning, while life may be changing, while other circumstances might change, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he does not change. And his blessings are still real. Man, you even say amen good after eating. I might go to food after every service if you'll amen like that. That might be what gets me there. Sometimes I need to remember the benefits I enjoy as a child of God. For the next couple minutes, I want to give you those five things and we'll be on our way. Letter A, we see underneath number two. We see as a sinner, the things to ponder as a sinner, he forgives me. See there, verse number two says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The next verse we see, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. The word iniquities, it, it's a word which means bent or crookedness. It refers to an evil bend in our nature that pulls us towards sin. It reminds us of the fact that we are sinners. And it also points out the fact that I'm guilty of sin. But it says here, yet, in spite of my sin, God forgives me. Isn't that a wonderful thing tonight? Because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, he's forgiven you of your sins tonight. And, it, and you say, well, what does it take to be forgiven? You must be a child of his. You must be redeemed. You must be born again. You must be a child of God. You must be saved but when you get saved, God takes your sin and he chooses to forget those sins. He blots them out. Now we talked about on Wednesday night this last week, we talked about hell and some of the attributes of it. We talked about the great white throne judgment the week before that. And the great white throne judgment, those who go to hell are going to be judged by their sins. They say, well, what's so special about us? There's nothing special about us. But we've trusted Jesus Christ. And he's taken our sins and remove them as far as the east is from the west. And he's chosen to forget our sins. And when the old accuser comes to 
The Lord says, hey, look at that man there. Look at Brian there and look at his sin and all that he's done. Jesus says, hold it. I'm his advocate. I paid his price. What sins are you talking about? I don't remember them anymore. See, some things we got to ponder and things we got to remember. We got to remember as a sinner, he forgives us. Praise God for that. Number two, or letter B, we see as a sick man, he heals me. These bodies we have are often afflicted, and I just today, so many phone calls I got from those that are sick with some flu, and there's a cold going around, and then there's also a bug where people are throwing up, one of the two, and, it's, and we get sick, it happens, but that's not what the passage is talking about. You look there, it says, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. It's not talking about a physical ailment right here. But what I want you to understand is he's referring to the sickness of the soul here. He's talking about our souls are subject to terrible things, to lust, hate, greed, jealousy, discouragement, depression, anger, fear, guilt, doubt. Guess what? The great physician can heal all those things. When I'm sick, and as a sick man, he heals me. Thank God there's a remedy for the diseases of my soul. That word there is in the present tense, which means each day the divine physician visits his patients with his grace and he tenderly and effectively heals all our diseases. What a blessing it is. When I think of the help and healing I've received, how can I not say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me? Bless his holy name. See, letter A, as a sinner gives me let her be as a sick man he heals me let her see as a slave he redeems me verse 3 told us it said who forgiveth all thine iniquities who healeth all thy diseases verse number four who redeemeth thy life from destruction every soul that enters into this world is a slave to sin there's no doubt about it all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every soul is subject and is headed to a horrible conclusion. The wages of sin is death. Thank God that he redeemed us. He saw us enslaved and bought us and brought us back and he redeemed us. How wonderful it is. I'd like to point out to you, you look there, it says, who redeemeth? And I know sometimes you look in those old 1611 words that you see right there, the ith and the these and the thous. They're not as difficult as people make them to seem. The ith on the end makes it a present tense verb. So the redemption enjoyed by us is something it's ever going. It never stops. Look at, look at what that says there, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. It never ends. He didn't just redeem you one time. He's got to redeem you again and redeem you again and redeem you again. No, the Bible talks about the fact that no man can pluck you out of the Father's hand. Once you're settled, you're secure. You're already seated in heavenly places as we've talked about in the past, but he's redeemed us. What a blessing it is. When I think of the fact that I was a slave to sin, but now I'm free from sin's bondage, from sin's curse, free from sin's penalty, how can I not say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me? Bless his holy name. Number four, or letter D. Is it letter D? 
Letter D. As a son, he crowns me. Now this is good right here. I love this. So we see who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thine diseases. Things to ponder. What I would do is I give you a little handout here. This is something I would keep close. And when you go to the Lord in prayer each day like you should, and you spend time in praising God for things, I would take out this list and things to think about. Well, the problem is a lot of times when we go to talk to God, we are like, all right, God, I got five minutes. Let's get this done so we can keep on moving through the day. No, God should have all the time he needs. Have something to think about. Think about these things. Think about the fact that as a sinner, he forgives you. Think about the fact that as we've looked here as a sick man, he can heal all your diseases. As a slave, he can redeem you. And Lord, as a son, he crowns me. Look at what it says there. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. The psalmist says here that like a king passing down the power and glory of his kingdom to a beloved son, the people of God are crowned with the blessings of the Lord's great kingdom. We're told we're crowned with what? Loving kindness and tender mercies. Loving kindness in the Old Testament is very similar to New Testament grace. They're a lot alike. And they're basically the same thing. Loving kindness, you think about this, thank God that his grace is sufficient for me tonight. Thank God, and as we look at this, the tender mercies carries the idea of compassion and tender love. His grace is marvelous and matchless, and his tender mercies are beyond our vocabulary's ability to explain. And his mercies, they're new every morning, it says in Lamentations, great is thy faithfulness. You see, there have been times when human touches and human words just can't help a situation. But the Master, our Heavenly Father, can touch us with His loving kindness and His tender mercies. Now something that I love about God and something I thought about as I looked at this, you see how it says loving kindness and tender mercies? You notice He doesn't just give us mercy, He gives us tender mercies. He not only gives us kindness, he gives us loving kindness. Do you notice something about God? We serve a God who always operates in, the soup, um, in giving us more than what we need. I was thinking about, we say often, Christ is all that I need, right? That's not a true statement. Say, so, oh, pastor, what are you saying? Christ is more than I'll ever need. He gives us joy unspeakable and full of glory. We're saved, the Bible says, to the uttermost. What God moves in the realm of overabundance, he gives us more than we need. And Jesus Christ is not just all I need, he's far above all that I need. And praise God for that tonight. And how could my soul ever forget the fact that my Heavenly Father crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies? 
It gives me a reason to tell the Lord, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. And lastly, are we at 15 minutes yet? Anybody keeping track? We're lastly, we're right here. As a saint, He satisfies me. It says, Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle's. As our gracious Heavenly Father, He gives His saints the good things of life. He doesn't always give us what we want, but He gives us what's best. And He works all things together for good. You think about those who don't abide in the Lord. John 15 is very clear. Without God, we can do nothing. Those who are drawing their lives and satisfaction from the Lord are the ones who he renews. Now, I don't have time tonight, but there's a, I've heard and I've read about online different things that there's a molting process with eagles. Or when they get a little older, there's some feathers that become dead weight and things with an eagle, and things start to weigh them down after a while. And they go through this renewal process, this molting process, where they basically pluck out, they go somewhere alone and pluck out those feathers that are weighing them down. They go somewhere to a spot and their beak that doesn't quite work like it used to, they knock it around and beat it on something till it gets a little bit better. And it talks about how they renew themselves. There's a whole process about it. And sometime I'll give you the message that I have on Isaiah 40, 31, and I'll explain that more in depth. But sometimes you look in the Christian life and you're like, man, I just feel like I'm getting old, like I'm, it's, it's getting old, it's wearing on me. Oh, but when you stay close to the Lord, He satisfies you with everything you need. Hey, Christian, tonight, David told a couple things in this passage. Hey, Christian, remember to praise God. He is worthy of praise. And Christian, take time to ponder God's goodness. Think about all that he's done in your life. He's forgiven you of your sins. He heals us of all our diseases. He redeems our life from destruction. He crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. And he satisfies us with good things. And we don't deserve any of it. And that's why we should be able to say, Lord, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Now, if Caroline come to the piano, I'm going to have you put up the words to 10,000 reasons on the chorus there. We're going to sing through this song, and we'll be dismissed here tonight. That was close to 15 minutes. If it wasn't quite 15 minutes, it was close. And all the kids, I probably didn't hear some of them, but for the most part, it seems like everyone did a good job. And thank you for that. And uh, we'll sing the song together, and then we'll go on our way this evening. And uh, take time this week, take time every day as a Christian to thank God for the things He's done in our lives. Let's sing it together. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship His
the sun.